Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 177 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and David. What's up, guys? Hello. We're just talking about how the, the, the response from last week's episode was so uh, so forceful. Yeah, <laughs> We've got so, a lot of, lot of so, feedback. So be prepared to be disappointed this week. Oh, this episode's yeah. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We haven't even done it yet. It can't be terrible if we haven't done it yet. It's pretty terrible. I, I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen what's on it. But that doesn't mean, just listen, if the topics aren't interesting, doesn't mean we can't make it interesting. You know, it's... It's our jobs mm-hmm. here, right? Just make make this stuff interesting. <laughs> well, it's not my job. Well, no, no, you're right. If it was my job, that would be a different story. It's your job. Know, just, yeah, it, yeah. I would feel differently about this if it was my job as well. You it wouldn't be a bad thing. Job? Oh yes, I would. I would take this in a heartbeat to be my job. I wish it could be. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> we need a lot more followers on YouTube well, for it to become yeah. our job. So, <laughs> I mean, I tried to get Tom to get us some new people to come on, but he just refused this week. Everybody, <laughs> I didn't refuse. I mean, he pretty, pretty much refused. That's, there there okay, was that, no doubt about it. That's it was a not refusal. fair. <laughs> no, I refuse to get your Instagram influencer people as opposed to people that have actual successful podcasts. <laughs> yeah, but the way I look at it is, is that if you have a huge Instagram following, right? Like those people are going to listen, even if they're not charted. We all know that the charts are not even right anyway. Yeah, but right? I you, mean, it's like it's. I don't even care about the charts. Like I've never even heard of the the podcast that you. But want that to. makes it even more fun. Like we should have like a like we should yeah. have a part where we just invite everybody. Everyone that's got a Disney podcast can come on our podcast. Like that you, would be you fun. know you know Damon's right. You know if if, if we're just overlapping with people that we know and what we're doing right now, we're not doing ourselves any favors. Oh, I just I'm think not it would proposing be that. No, I'm yeah, just, but, I'm, but you just poo-pooed on, on these people. They had 10,000 no. Instagram <laughs> followers. And I'm like, well, 10,000 Instagram followers, not bad. And no, my argument is that means nothing for the podcast yeah, world. The, I mean, it, the, it means the, a lot for, for the Instagram world. Sure. But, but like, the thing is, you can't point to something that says that means nothing. I mean, I can because I've never heard of any of these shows, and they are never on the charts. So <laughs> I could probably name podcasts that they have like never thirty reviews on. They have like thirty reviews on iTunes. So like, they don't have listeners. Hey man, like, they just, hey, listen. Don't. If they have thirty good reviews, I'll take the thirty good reviews. If those people listen and review our podcast too, my I argument I think was like, we have a new. I think we have a section where it's rando podcast of the month, of the and week. we just find <laughs> right. somebody. Yeah, I'm and, definitely and, down for that. I guess my thing is, is you know, you know, when you say Instagram followers, you may as well say they have five thousand schmeckles because that's what I'm know. saying. Yes, thank you. <laughs> like I, I, we don't clearly do Instagram. We're, we're well, you know, we don't. But yeah, what would be the but, best way to get more people on our Instagram? You're right. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. But the, I don't care about Instagram. I care about listens. So <laughs> no, <laughs> I care about people listening to me. You speak. have to care about Instagrams because look, here's the thing: in this day and age, if someone's looking for the podcast and the first thing they come across is our Instagram, they just go, "Nope," because it's so yeah, small, true. right? Like there, there definitely is a conversion factor that may happen. Plus, you're just getting in front of new eyes, irrelevant. And to top it all off, if we're the Big Brother podcast, right? Like, sure. or you know, the Big Sibling. Like, why not help out people that are smaller? Sure. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, yeah. it would just be. I think it would just be fun. I and I also didn't say no. I just said I was. I was thinking in a different direction. That's all. But you know. yeah, the, and the, this whole discussion took a totally different turn than I thought it would <laughs> this morning. <laughs> Which direction did you think it was going to go? <laughs> I don't know. I thought we were just going to go into listener questions right away. No, but, uh, no. Yeah, gonna, the, okay. Even let's see, are the listener questions even any good? Wow, no, I, I kind of wow. like the first one. I mean, there, there's some, there's some here. good ones. I, I tell you though, I had a whole discussion with Tom about use here for for how much DVC stuff we talk about. Because I don't ever book trips, I was all thrown for a loop on yeah. my point situation. So I have like forty twenty one points, and then obviously I have all my twenty two points. But I'm trying to book something in August as well as something in June of twenty three, and I just didn't understand like how I could go about booking that like if i want to book june of 23 in july of 22 what points well, am i really using your problem is that you have a december use year which makes things yes. complicated right because yep. your your year really starts in december right so like december 22 starts in december of 22 and goes till december of 23 it's it's a little confusing but well like so my 22 points are i don't even really have them then if it starts in december of 22 yeah. No, you're right. You don't have them yet. No. Yeah. So, yeah, you, so that's you're like the thing. behind everybody yeah. so else. If I wanna if I wanna book, let's say I do August, right? And then I gotta borrow out on my twenty-two points, right? Up to fifty, which is fifty percent, which is fine because I don't need that much. I'm just doing a short trip in August, four days. But then how do I book that June twenty-three trip when I don't have enough twenty twenty-two points if I wanna book it in July? Well, no, like, if I want to God. It's the points you can book it because it's it's when it takes place, right? So, are you saying you're not going to have enough points in your 2022 to book my year? yeah to book my June of 2023? I see. Okay, so I mean, you could borrow from 24 or from 23. I'm sorry, from 23. But I can borrow from 23 now, just because it's taking place in June of 23. <laughs> I don't know. I'm confused. I feel like I need to look at this. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, though? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's confusing. Because how do that. I book my 23 situation in July of 22? Because I want to book it 11 months out. What points are those? You should be able to do that. Yeah, should, should be, be able to. You, take so you have 22. the 40 Sorry, points. Yeah. So I have 40 so, points that I'm going to use. Let's say for this August. Okay. Then I'm okay. going to. All right. Yeah, so, so let's. I'm gonna, I'm going to book an August trip. Let's call that August trip a hundred and something points. I don't even know. It's called a hundred. Oh, it's 160. Let's say. So let's say I'm going to borrow then 120 points from 2022 plus Mm -hmm. my 21 points to do August in July though, before that trip even takes place, I need to book June of 23. Right. And that's going to be way over the points I have left in 22. But you, so, should, you should be able to borrow from 23, though. Yeah, 20, 23, because 20, you should see that on your dashboard of how many points you have available in 23. Yeah. No, and if, you don't. That's the problem. You, well, no, you should. Hold you on. should be able to see it. Yeah. I can see mine, I think. All oh, the, can you? Yeah. 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 But, like, you get what I'm saying, because, like, I mm-hmm. really don't even have my 22 points yet until that's- December. So that's how can what's I really borrow? weird is that is your use year's December and that kind of throws you yeah. off. Yeah. Right? So how like, can yeah. I get my twenty three points? Oh, we're going to find out because see, here's the problem: if I'm I can't hose myself out of the June twenty three vacation, I'd rather hose myself out of the August vacation this year 
to not hose myself out of June of 23 because that's a bigger vacation for me. Yeah, right. So we'll just have to call. But it's just it's it's confusing because I don't do that part anyway. My wife does. I don't ever book anything. I don't think I've ever booked a DVC anything in my life. Oh, really? No, because I mean she just doesn't. So we're, we're we're waiting though because we're trying to see if we can do this August trip at all because. My son swims futures the last week of July, and then he's got another swim meet the first week of August. And then we don't know when my oldest goes to, has to be at college. Like we know when school starts the 22nd, but like when do freshmen move in? Don't know the answer to that. And he's like, I'm not coming home and then going to college a day later. He's like, I need at least two days at home. Said, okay, that's fair. So I'm just not sure. Oh, and then to top it all off, my wife is like, I don't really want to take a week off of work, so we need to work it in on a weekend as well. I'm like, oh, gosh. yeah, <laughs> I don't know how this is all going to work. So, well, yeah. So I just pulled so, up my dashboard. I can see yeah. all the way till 2025. So, yeah. Oh, you can. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I mean, we'll 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 see what happens. So, yeah, in theory, I, I think the the short answer is is you would probably borrow from 2024 if you needed the points for for next. No, June. 23. No, it'd be 23 because his 23 doesn't start till December of 23. So yeah. he'd be pulling like at from the end December. of the year. Yeah, it's so weird. But, <laughs> hold so on. you'd be using your, your June, 22 points for your, your June 23 trip, and then you'd be pulling from 23 to borrow. Yeah. Yes. That should be. Yeah, because his year doesn't start until December. So right. his, his 22 points go from December 22 to d- December 23. And then, so it's 23 parts. Okay, so yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that, that is super confusing. You're right. Yeah. So then- <laughs> right? That's why, that's why I was like, yeah, I need to ask these guys because yeah. I don't really know the answer to this. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I guess, yeah, this is why, like, yeah, my, my user's June. So it's, yeah. it's a bit easier. That, you know, it's in the middle of the year and I can look and go, oh, yeah, starting from here and, you know, for the rest well, of the then, year. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. But even then it gets a little, I mean, it can be a little confusing too, though, even because like, let's say you were going to book a March trip, right? Like next year, it, right? Like yeah, that's still on your 22 point, right? Yeah. It is, but I, I guess it's because, because of where the rollover is, it doesn't like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not the end of the year. Like I know it's overlapping to next year, but yeah, like in your case, Damon, it's, you've got a month and then it's, you're in the next year. So I see where that's messing you up. <laughs> Trying to figure out. I just realized I have a rando ten points for this use year, even though I borrowed from next year. Why do I have ten points just sitting around? Where did those come from? <laughs> oh, maybe because I wait. I don't know what happened. That's really strange. I'll, I'll have to figure out what to do with those. I guess I can just bank them, but whatever. Anyway, uh, hmm. so you guys ready to to, to talk uh, questions here? No, yeah. I, so I, I to talk about what I, I play pickleball this morning. I know everyone needs to know about pickleball. Oh, yeah. There's been a lot of talk about pickleball. <laughs> every, see, every time you. I hear pickleball, I always hear it's like old people playing pickleball. Like, well, that's know, what's I, so funny. So, yeah. so today, so today we go. What's been happening is we've been playing at like eight in the morning, which the kids are not big fans of on Sunday, right? So we've been playing with friends, and they have two girls that are going to college and going to be a sophomore, I think. Yeah, something like that. So. We've been going to play at like eight in the morning and it wasn't so bad. And then some meetup started at like nine o'clock, right? So now the place is just mobbed. Now, normally we just play amongst ourselves and then kind of leave because there's eight of us, not a big deal. But, you know, today it got so packed so early that we start having to like, you know, kind of put our rackets up. I don't know. You guys don't probably know a lot about pickleball, but what happens is it's like, it's like an old arcade, right? Where you put your quarters up, (laughs) you put your racket up. Yeah. (laughs) But, But the thing is, is that the courts play for people. So there was some discussion about like, well, you know, 
anyway, I, we, we all ended up playing with randos. So I'm playing with, um, a, a, a rando on my team first. And these ladies are just chirping. Like, you know, I'm playing, <laughs> really? I'm playing. Yeah. Like, so I'm playing like, kind of like I'm super nice. Like, Hey, yeah. good shot. Oh, you know, don't worry. You missed that. that. Like super laid back, totally not at the kitchen line. Cause they're not playing up top. They're kind of just, you know, playing a little and they just start chirping, like telling me what to do. Like, so this lady's serving and I'm not on the end line because she's like 80 years old. Like, is she hitting it to the back <laughs> end line? I don't think so. And if she does, I still feel like I could take a step back and still get it. So she starts telling me and I'm like, I'm good. So she serves it. Right. And I just take a step back and hit it. No big deal. So then they start chirping about balls that are in or out. Like it is not that serious. So talking and talking and talking. I'm just like, then they end up telling my daughter. So the, uh, so my daughter's playing with another rando on the court next to me. And the ladies that are playing against her are like, hit it to the girl. She doesn't know how to play. She's not any good. Whoa. Okay. So it's that like, is cool. not cool. They get yeah. like really crazy. So I just go, all right, like this is how we're playing today, right? Like I didn't think it was going to be like that, but this is how we're playing today. So then I just had to just just totally start going off like, okay, I'm going to stand at the kitchen line. Let's see. Let's see what's going to happen now. It's just, it's crazy. These people get so worked up about pickleball and it's not even like it's king of the court. So you play your games and you move down in court. So like when a court opens, you move down. And when you get to the end court, you finish your game if you're not done already. And then you have to step off anyway. So it doesn't matter if you lost that game or won that game. You're just getting back in line again. It's yeah, not like you win and you stay on. Like basketball is great, right? You win, you're playing until you pass out or you lose, right? Like, So why this, why the stress about it? Like win or lose, like what's the stress about? Then another game I'm playing with some other lady on the other side and she's just like just totally just all over. Like, I'm just like, wow, relax a little bit. Not realizing like, I mean, if you really want to play, like we can really play, but who's that fun for? Right. Like (laughs) I thought I was here just for like a morning, you know, chill out session. Not only that, it's like eight 30 in the morning on a Sunday. Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. Crazy man. Just crazy. So that's funny. That was my Um, morning. Yeah. I, you know, I, I honestly, I've been hearing about pickleball so much and I, I, didn't really know how it was played so just while you were talking i pulled up a youtube video and i was like oh okay it's like it looks like it's a wiffle ball with giant pink so, paddles basically well, <laughs> and so, so my my son was like he was texting I me mean, texting he was snapchatting my other son and he's like yo i can't believe i'm up this early playing big ping pong like that's, yeah that's essentially what <laughs> it is yeah. Pong, yeah. <laughs> it's ping pong, yeah and again yeah. right you have to remember my son was ranked at ping pong. So like he just goes and just starts, you know, if he really wants to play, play like, but it's just so funny, like how people get so invested in it. And there's really just no true. There's really like, I mean, winning's great, but like, it doesn't affect anything. Yeah. Like there's no, doesn't matter. Like, no, <laughs> you're, you're still getting off the court win or lose. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. It, I'm all crazy. for friendly competition like like i i absolutely have those moments where i'm competitive but yeah like you it's like when people get to that point you're just like nah dude i'm I'm gonna go somewhere else like i don't need no i was just like we're gonna turn it on like this one lady hit listen she hit a great shot but that was like one shot out of like a hundred right so she hits it and they're over there just like hooping and hollering like (laughs) oh like yeah. yes, I, I you're right. You definitely beat me on this one shot. 
it was really, and I even said, it's a nice shot. And then they start whooping it up and I'm like, no, no. I'm just imagining you talking trash to old ladies while playing. No, I'm not. Balls. I didn't even have to say anything. Like no. to me, it's just like, okay, we're just going to play then. Right. Like yeah, yeah. if that's the case, then okay, I, I can play, but I was trying to just kind of be like laid back about it, but no, just- it's crazy there, man. There was probably, I would say there, so there's six courts there. There's probably close to 75 people. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of people. There's they're they're people. opening a giant like pickleball facility here in Charlotte that's also like a bar. Okay. Like it's a it's a big that sounds like, bad news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. <laughs> like every sports bar ever that has yeah. like bowling or mini volleyball thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Volleyball court. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, and, and at the top be, it uh, off, there was some some lady that was some professional, and she's like, "Well, I'm teaching lessons here today, lady. There's 75 people here." Like, I think that's a really bad idea. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not a good place to do it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So this place Hmm. is going to have, uh, this place is going to have eight pickleball courts and two bars and event space and spectator seating. And dude, pickleball is unreal because even the courts that are in my town, this is outside of my town that we go to play, but the ones that are in my town, there's like 10 of them. I've never been able to go over there and play. It's this, that pack. Just busy. Yeah. Just busy all the time. And it's not even like, it's fun, but it's not like um, it's not like tennis. Like tennis is definitely a lot. Listen, I know there's skill in pickleball, but I feel like there's still a lot of lucky shots in pickleball. Okay, it probably is like who I'm playing with. I'm sure, and and my skill level as well. But I'm just like, well, probably the man. It's probably the fact that it's a new sport too, right? It, it well, has to the go court's so the small though, Trevor. Yeah, like like when I miss shots, I miss shots because like I either get like jammed or I just miss hit them. Like, I don't think Too I can't reach anywhere on the court. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's the oh. thing that's kind of interesting. Like tennis, like my daughter can hit a shot by me and I'm like, okay, like there's no way I was ever getting that. Like this is, it's more just like on the person, you know, like I said, in tennis, I it's feel like, like you can hit pong. a good shot. Yeah. And ping pong, like, dude, if somebody hits a good shot, like you still probably could have gotten to it. You just messed up. Where in mm-hmm. tennis, it's like, ah, that's just such a good shot. There was no way I was ever touching that. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. We'll see. We'll see how I feel after a summer of playing. Yeah, we'll. we'll uh, so j- just to circle back to you know, since we're supposed to be talking about Disney, we'll we'll wait for Disney's ESPN Wild Wide World of Pickleball to open up. Dude, <laughs> pickleball is on ESPN a lot. I know. I, I'm I'm waiting for the facility at uh, at Disney. There's no, te- but there's no tennis facility. How could they possibly have pickleball with no tennis? And again, I know, I'm making I'm still, a joke. No, but I'm saying I'm still very surprised <laughs> that there's no tennis. Like it still bothers me that there's there. no tennis there. I thought they did have tennis. No, no, no. Okay. Like because they have all those soccer tournaments, they have volleyball tournaments, they have all sorts of tournaments that you can play. I think is there baseball there? I don't remember, but I know that you can play all sorts of different tournaments at Disney, like you know, with your club team. But yeah. no tennis. They just chose not to do that one for some reason. According according to their website, more than sixty sports can be played there, but uh-huh. I don't see tennis not listed. Tennis. I, yeah. well, no, <laughs> not no tennis. tennis. I've already listed. looked because I, I wanted to go play, and I just you can't. Like there may be a quarter to at a resort, but there's no facility. Huh. That's, that is surprising. You would think they would have it there. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's, that's really, uh, that's really interesting. So wait. All right. Let's get to Connor's questions now, I guess. Connor, (laughs) you you have the best question, I think. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Do you see your family zoning DVC until expiry, or do you think you will sell at some point? Second to that, how do you think your Disney travel will evolve or change in the future? David's talked a lot about his evolution here, but yeah, so that one we've answered a lot. So it's and it's a long answer; it's not even worth really going into. Um, I don't think I would ever sell. I just don't like it's it's like free at this point. Like why? I just I don't see myself selling except for the you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I. I'm the same as you. I I don't see us ever selling because yeah, you know what? Why would I give up a a you know guaranteed time at you know one of the best resorts in the world, like in, for what I want at least. Yeah. And um, yeah, like I, well, I I even if I don't use it for a couple of years, I know I'll come back to it, and I would. Sure. Yeah, I don't see myself getting well, rid of it. Yeah, and that's kind of what we were talking about too. We're like, all right, if we do this 23 trip, then we'll take a break after that. But the other thing is, I mean, I bought Riviera to give to my kids, right? That was the whole yeah. point of buying it. So mm-hmm. why would I sell, right? Like the whole point was to give to them. Like my Saratoga, they can have if I don't feel like going when I get older. But Riviera was really just bought for them. So, hey, here, go do some stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, yeah. you know, for me, I... I just getting started with my daughter right so like we have a lot of time but i mean i did buy it with the intention of someday you know giving it to her uh and and you know passing it down to her to have or having her use it or whatever the only thing i could see selling is is my one contract that is in a different use here than the others but i'm i'm i think connor more means selling all of them at some point right and like just not having any dvc anymore i don't think i'm going to do that but i could i could see myself selling off one contract and buying another uh, just to get all of my contracts in the same membership and on the same use year. I mean, you've but, been talking about doing that for years. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. I just want to. Go, I don't want to go through the hassle of it. That's what it comes down to. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see though. I mean, I I might do that at some point, but um, you know, it, and I'm sure I could probably like, I don't know. I I have to see. I don't know what my what that contract would go for at this point. So, um, I have to see. So anyway. But that's probably the only time I would do it. I mean, I you know I don't know how my travel is going to evolve and change. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I mean, right now it's my vacations are already different because my you know my wife and I were used to just being the two of us going and you know going with a kid obviously changes that completely, right? So it's it's a, there's a whole different vacation and you plan different things and you you know you take less time at the parks maybe to to take it easy a little bit, especially at this age. So. Um, it's funny cause we were just talking today about our planning and, you know, what we're going to do for our October trip. Um, but we're still not really, really sure what that's going to look like yet. But, uh, I, I already, you know, going to put together like an itinerary and figure out what, you know, places we're going to eat and all that fun stuff. So, uh, and all the park days and all that. So at some point I'm going to do that. I just haven't done it yet, but I really don't need to do it yet. Truthfully. So I, I have time. So, yeah, yeah. And so, so kind of, yeah, you know, we, we've talked about our, how our Disney plans are evolving too. And um, the interesting thing is like, I I know Damien, you've talked about, you know, your family and, you know, you know, your kids getting older and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm seeing that looming on the horizon as well. And and I realize it's going to be coming faster for me than it did for you because, you know, you've you've got three kids and I've only got one. So, you know, I'm going to be in that position a lot quicker, you know, as my son, gets you know through high school and into college and all that kind of stuff but he keeps saying to me you know you know we we say you know we're going to hit a point where you know we're going to take trips without you and he looks at us and goes no yeah i don't know if that's going to even change like he may still be an adult and coming with us so <laughs> yeah i mean i would think yeah. that you know I, I, it's funny one of my son's swim coaches said to me she goes you know the easiest way 
to make sure you see your, your kids all the time is pay for their vacations, right? It's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's but true. The, the only thing I'm already thinking of is like, all right, well, how many vacation years do I have left before my son has a job? And then how does his vacation work, right? Like, I mean, I'm lucky enough that I just decide when I want to go away and we, we all make it work. Um, my, my wife is kind of the same way. Like if my oldest gets a job where he's got two weeks vacation and you know, you got to take it a year in advance, it's, it's going to be more difficult, right? Like that's where it's going to be harder. I feel like, so Mm -hmm. I'm kind of, you know, filling those in because again, like when you have a whole summer off, it's really easy to just be like, Hey, we're going to go somewhere and you make your plans and you do that. When, you know, your kid now has a job and they have, you know, two weeks or three weeks I mean, whatever they're given these days, that's when it becomes harder because A, do they really want to take a Disney trip with you regardless if you're paying or not, if they really only have limited time and they have a significant other? That's where I think it's going to get a little bit dicier. Mm, yeah. 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 There, there, there's, you're right. There's a lot more factors there and, yeah, it's it's interesting because, um, like like you're saying, it, it's you know you, you think you think you can see how it's going to play out, but then you never in know, five yeah. years you you really don't know where your kids are going to be. You don't know where well, yourself is going to be either, right? Like, yeah, and you don't you yeah. don't realize certain things until they get close enough, right? Like yeah. I'm saying, like, okay, well, it never dawned on me, hey, my son's going to have a real job with real vacation time. Like, yeah. what is that going to mean? didn't think about that two years ago, right? It just wasn't something that came up or, you know, even, and it might not even be that far away. You got to think about it. You know, eventually he's going to have to get um, some sort of internships over the summer or something like, again, Mm -hmm. I've talked about this. I don't have my kids work. They don't work, right? They play sports. They're super busy. They don't work. So, you know, that's fine. But (laughs) once he's in college, like he's going to have to do an internship at some point, we're letting freshman year slide, right? Freshman year, summer from college, do just still same thing, do whatever you want, relax, recover as long. And we taught him as long as he gets good grades, right? If you don't get good grades, that changes everything. I consider school a job. So if you're getting good grades, I don't think you need to worry about it. Like my son was talking to me about something recently, you know, about a job. And I was like, so your good grades in college got you $25,000 off of your college tuition. I go, you tell me what job you're getting that's going to make me that much money towards your college that I don't have to worry about that. Nothing. Yeah, so again, yeah. just go get good grades. But I think, like I said, we're so we're really probably just two years away from having to kind of deal with a, a third job or internship kind of getting in the way. <laughs> To be honest with you, the the only benefit is, is that once they do get a little bit older and they're all working, you can plan that September trip, right? Instead of having yeah. to worry about the summer. Yeah. Well, and see, I'm, I'm going to be coming into the opposite soon, right? Like right now, I, it doesn't matter when I take my daughter, right? But like, she's going to be going to school soon here. And now I'm going to have to conform around her school schedule, which is fine. Because I used to have to do that with my wife when she was a teacher, right? So, like, yeah. we're used to that. Like, we're used to having to, to deal with school. But that's going to definitely change. You know, this this next trip we're doing in October is probably the last trip we're going to get to do in October for a long time, right? Well, so Yeah. And wait wait till sports come involved, right? Like, you know, you don't yeah. realize because, like, we can't go away until my son like, – we're, we're going away to Dollywood. That's over 4th of July. We're only going for a few days. But we really can't take a trip until the the middle of August. And then, you know, he starts back up, like sports have become such a big part of what they can do. Like, so we were talking about going away that first week in August and 
my daughter has volleyball camp for school and then they have tryouts two weeks later. Like she can't miss that. <laughs> like we can't yeah. miss that. So, you know, we're doing that. And again, I have to say thanks to Michelle and her husband, like I said, they've been giving me all that information about uh, Florida swim school. So I appreciate that. I have to, I have to give them a little props. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so, so just on the, um, you know, Tom, you're talking about y- your daughter going to school and everything, you know, we, we've been living that. And yeah, yeah. Th- the thing is for us, it was, you're right. Like, you know, we, we would plan trips like, like we, we never go over the summer because, you know, it's too hot for us. And, and we always try to work that, you know, we'll pull our son out of school for a couple of days. Like, like we'll plan around like their professional development days and stuff like that at school where they're off for like three or four days at a time anyway. So we've been doing that, but now, so, you know, I think for you and your daughter, like, like when she's, when she's in elementary, I, I or at least for my son, it was a lot easier to, oh, yeah. to still yeah. make those plans. But now that my son's getting into, um, you know, junior high and going into high school, you know, you know, finals are becoming a thing or, you know, sure. midterms and finals and all that. So, so we, we found like, you know, even us talking about our next couple of years here, we were like, you know, in the past, we we're like, Hey, you know, maybe we could, you know, look at going in May or something. And we're realizing, no, you know, we can't do that because our like, that's, when our kid is writing finals. So, so, you know, we need to be, yeah, it, it, it's, it's funny. Like every couple of years, the situation changes, right. And you don't really know yeah. what's going to make sense for you until like, like you said, Damien, you know, you know, it, it's not obvious until it's kind of coming up on you. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So All right. do, do we cover that one? Or do we, yeah, I think, I think yeah. that was a, that was a good long answer for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you want to read Sean's Trevor? Or da- yeah, da- Sh- Sean says, no. uh, any books that you recommend on the history of the parks? I vaguely recall a previous episode where someone mentioned a book being given as a gift. My next stay is until June, 2023. And we'd love to kill some time reading some books, mainly on WDW, but books, but open to books on Disneyland as well. So Hmm. That's I've got some recommendations. I mean, you know, like I, it's probably me that's mentioned it before, right? So, like, I read uh, Marty Sklar's book, um, which is uh, "Dream It, Do It." Uh, so he was, you know, one of the the very famous uh, Imagineers. Um, he was there for a long time. Uh, you know, basically his whole career, right? So uh, that's a really good one if you're like interested in like just you know like the Imagineering side of things. So that's that's a good one. I've also heard that his other book. Um, uh, one little spark is good. I have not read that one, um, but I've heard that one is good too. Uh, I've also I, I haven't read this one either, but I know this one came out recently. Was uh, from uh, Kevin Rafferty. The his uh, he was a famous engineer too, uh, Imagineer too. He did uh, Typhoon Lagoon, Blizzard Beach, Cars Land, Toy Story, Test Track, Tower of Terror. This guy's like did like all the major attractions from the past, like you know twenty thirty years here. So uh, he retired and he uh, came out with like a you know, like a memoir and I heard it was uh, very good. So I, I mean, I, I, you know, I can't recommend it necessarily cause I didn't read it, but I've just heard that it's, it is good, but uh, I definitely can recommend the Marty Sklar book. Uh, that's a good one. If you're looking for like a Walt Disney biography, um, if that's, you know, just one, you know, you want to learn more about Walt Disney and I mean, that has some park stuff in it. Um, I did read, um, what was it called? Um, oh my gosh. Uh, oh, the, it, Walt Disney, The Triumph of American Imagination. It's Neil Gabler. It's considered one of the best bi- biographies. Uh, it's very thick, right? So it's very, mm-hmm. it's a very <laughs> long book. Um, and it, and there's a lot of characters and people uh, that are involved in it. But there is some really interesting stuff in there, especially towards the end of the book, uh, obviously, uh, where 
you know, there's some interesting things about, uh, you know, the parks and things like that. So that's what I would recommend. And, um, yeah, uh, Tom, Tom reads far more books than I do. Uh, well, especially Disney books. Um, the only one that I would add to that is, uh, eat like Walt, the wonderful world of Disney food. And oh. it, it sounds, so the funny thing is, is that, you know, it has a lot, like it talks about a lot of the, the recipes and stuff, and it is focused around Disneyland, but it does also delve into the lore and the history of each of the lands around the park as well. So, um, I liked it because, yeah, it's a, it's a good, um, or you know, for me, it's I, I I'm I don't read so much about like the Imagineers. I always end up going back to Disneyland and like how, like actually, even how things formed for Disneyland is kind of what I'm more focused on, it's like like how it all got started. So, um, yeah, I would recommend that one. There was some stuff in the Walt Disney biography that I like didn't even know about, you know, and I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but they were. There were some things that Walt did before he even presented his concept for Disneyland that were like gearing up for it, right? Mm -hmm. Like there was, and things that I had never heard of before. Like he, um, and I I guess this really isn't a spoiler, but there was a thing where he was building like, he decided to build like these miniature, these like super detailed miniatures. uh, and, And a lot of people saw it as like a precursor to designing the parks. Um, I, and I believe if I remember correctly, they, they were like ones that like, you know, like had movement built into them and stuff like that. I, I don't remember the whole thing, but there's some really interesting stuff in the, in Neil Gabler's biography. And like I said, the Marty's Club book's really good. That one's an easy read. Um, you know, there's some really funny things in there. And, and, you know, I, I've mentioned, um, you know, some of the, cause he was like Walt's right hand man for a while. He was, uh, you know, if you, if you don't know Marty Sklar, he, uh, he used to be the person that would write all the stuff that, that, uh, Walt Disney would basically say, you know, in, in, uh, in all his, the TV shows that he would do. Yeah. So yeah, he was, I mean, he was, he's got some really cool insights. So, um, that one I definitely recommend. And I, like I said, I heard his other book is good too, but I have not read it. Um, but, um, but yeah, th- that's what I would recommend. Check out some of those Imagineer ones. There's there's a couple really cool ones out there uh, written by actual Imagineers, especially. Um, oh man, I, I would love to get like a Kevin Rafferty on the show. Like that guy, you know, has designed so many things that are, you know, legendary basically in the parks these days, right? So, um, yeah, that guy would be great too. But yeah, that's all I got. All right. Francisco wants to know what activities we're interested in doing outside of WDW while staying on property. Any interest, I think you meant to say any interest in visiting Discovery Cove, SeaWorld, Kennedy Space Center, etc. cetera. Uh, I mean, I would love to go to, I, to the Kennedy Space Center. I, I would. So I've been so I've been to a few of these, right? So I've been to Kennedy Space Center with the kids. Meh. Uh, SeaWorld loved, 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 loved. But we were also going on season passes, so it cost us nothing pretty much. But I really like SeaWorld. I like the Manta. I think that's a great ride. I think the penguin uh, thing is pretty cool too. I, I really did enjoy SeaWorld a lot. Discovery Cove, never been to, but don't have a lot of interest for that either. Um, I mean, are we talking Legoland? Are we talking Universal? Like, the, yeah, I think so. There, yeah. There's a there's a lot a lot to do outside of just that. So, yeah, I think he means anything, right? Yeah, yeah. I like SeaWorld. I really, truly did like SeaWorld. I thought it was really um, a nice park. And I think I, you almost have to go to Kennedy Space Center once, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I've not yep. been to SeaWorld since I was a very little kid. And uh, and Legoland is is good, but I feel like you gotta be at the right age to do it. Like if you're too if the kids are too old, it's just not really worth it. Unless they're like really into Lego. 
<laughs> but like almost even not then. even. Well, yeah, almost no, I, not even because like there's that section where you can walk through all the Lego stuff, which is really like kind of cool. But the rides are so kiddie that it almost doesn't matter that they're Lego themed. To be honest with you, the that's rides are very fair, right? Yeah. I, I guess. Um, I, but there I is, have a like friend. I said, there's a lot to see there. Yeah, I, I have a friend that um, that like his whole family is into Lego. Okay. And you know they they went to Legoland in in uh, in California. Okay. And you know he he just like they loved it. But for me, yeah, like I'm kind of like you, where it's like you know I don't see a lot there, just because of the fact that the the theming of it is not really something for me anyway. So oh, yeah, I mean, you know, the rides I, and everything kind of. I like the theming, but the rides are just like they're almost like fair rides. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. just. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I just wasn't like all that, but it, I mean, it was cool to definitely go to once. I'm trying to think about what else in Florida we've done. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot to do. There's a lot of things I, I saw on that. I was watching a world's scariest rides and right. there was some crazy stuff all over the place. That I was surprised about I mean, the Las Vegas stuff is nuts, but there was, I think there was one or two things in Florida that I was like, yeah, I don't remember ever seeing that, but that's okay. Cause I would never do that anyway. <laughs> What's scary in Las Vegas. Oh, stratosphere. There, oh, the stratosphere maybe? stuff. I'm out on man. The stratosphere yeah, well, stuff. well, not only the stratosphere, but I guess that there's one that's up there as well. That is like, you're on a, uh, like a coaster sort of track yeah. that just goes just straight out. You. Yeah, and then just, just stops. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Nah. No. Nah. Yeah. Don't you, can't you like bungee jump off of there too? I think like there's all, I don't, I don't, I don't think you can off the stratosphere. I think there's a swing, I think. Oh, oh yeah. That there, well, there's a swing in Orlando too, that goes really, really high. And I was like, I've never heard of that before. Um, but I think it was in Orlando and it went really, really high. Like one of those swings that you, you know, see at the, fairs but also you see mm-hmm. them at some of the amusement parks but it's like you know 300 feet in the air and i'm like nah yeah no i'm not doing that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's funny because we have one of those at carowinds you know locally here and uh my my sister who goes on everything and has gone skydiving went on that and she was like i did not like that she's like <laughs> that was she's like that was awful she's like you're so high up and there's barely under- anything underneath you and it's just it was she's like it was terrifying oh. I'll, I'll keep saying I've said it before is, you know, after you've watched some of the final destination movies, you don't <laughs> see those rides the same ever. Yeah. 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 That's fair. That's fair. All right. So, uh, do we want to do, do we want to do Lisa's question here? Yeah. Um, Lisa says, what other factors in purchasing DVC? Or, uh, let me try that again. <laughs> what are, what are other factors in purchasing DVC besides buy where you want to stay when you add on? So it's funny because I, you know, I always used to say buy where you want to stay. And then Damon was said one day, he just was like, well, how often do you stay at the place that you bought? And I was like, oh, yeah, never. Um, exactly. Except for Animal Kingdom now. We stay at Animal Kingdom a lot. But the original resort we bought at Bay Lake, we've only stayed at once, right? So, mm-hmm. and, you know, we've been able to book elsewhere uh, using those points. So, so yeah, I mean, my thing is, is that, you know what I just realized as I was like looking at this August trip as well, because right, since I'm kind of tight on points, you know where you buy, you buy where it's got the cheapest rooms. That's where yeah. you buy. Yeah. Mm. Saratoga. <laughs> right. Because think yeah. about it, like your points. I, well, I'm not about buying anything that's not brand new contract anyway. So sure, sure. I, I'm not, I'm not about like, it would have to be like, well, what's the newest contract I can buy? That's the cheapest. 
Um, but if you're buying resale or something like that, I mean, man, I'm just trying to buy where like rooms are, you know, 10 points, man. Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, are you going to try to you know. stay Riviera by the way on your, on your trip next year? Is that what you're going to say? No, or? I don't think I'm, no, we're not. So we, we talked about it cause we're doing three bedrooms. Oh yeah. You're doing you know, three bedroom. Cause that's the other thing that came up. I didn't realize the treehouse only slept nine. I'm like, this is totally hosed this whole vacation. Well, how many, how many did you need to sleep? Like 10, 10, just like one off. Oh yeah. man, that sucks. <laughs> so we got to go instead of treehouse. Now we got to do three bedroom. Yeah. So you were going to do the Saratoga treehouse, but you can't do that now. Okay. That's no, like what well, I, I think though you see, here's the thing you can get, I, I think you can right ask for a bed there. I think right a roll away, yeah, like a like a cot, but, like a cot or something. Yeah, yeah, but who trying to sleep in that? Like, just <laughs> yeah. think about it. You're at the treehouse. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, here's who's, the cot. Who, who's losing on that? Yeah, one. who's losing? And we're only rotate. staying there two days, so it's not even like you can make bunches of people lose. No, you got two losers, right? Like, yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think though the the difference in points ends up being a bigger deal as your family gets bigger as well as gets older. Yeah. Right. Because now that we're in this whole like, Oh, two bedrooms. Yeah. I'm all about that. I am not trying the two bedroom animal kingdom. Let me tell you, like there's just, it's too Mm -hmm. many extra points for nothing. Just not doing it. I I would never do that at Polly either. Like, you know, if, if I ever had to, do a bigger trip with my family, which I mean, we, I I don't see us doing that just because of, you know, we all have different directions we're going and everything, but yeah, if, if it came down to having to do like what you're doing, Damon, yeah, I would, same thing. I would be looking for the, the resort with the cheapest points. Yeah. Cause you know, everyone buys, well, not everybody, but a lot of people get talked into buying DVC under the auspice of go every other year. Right. Like that's kind of, I think a lot of DVC sales are kind of positioned that way where in reality, I want to go every year, right? When we were, when the kids were younger, we want to go every year. So I said, okay, well, if I want to go every year, right, you kind of get into this thing where when we we bought points, especially with the December use year, right? We bought them in the summer. So you almost get two years, right? When you start, right? Because they give you those free points, right? Free points. They, They give you that extra year. Yeah. Um, when you were buying back then, that was the big thing, right? Take an extra year of points. And so we were kind of always ahead of the game because of that. But now that again, like it's so many years later and that kind of is not the case anymore. It's yeah, I'm all about, you know, what it costs. I don't care if I'm saying a Key West, Riviera, Polly. I'm sleeping there. I don't <laughs> care. See, we, we did this calculation, Damon, too, because, you know, we were – we are looking to do a three bedroom or a two bedroom for this trip we have upcoming, right? And and you can just, you can get a fairly cheap two three bedroom at uh, Saratoga, right? Mm-hmm. But we wanted to stay in Animal Kingdom because we know that my daughter will really enjoy that, and we'll probably be in the room more than you know just for sleeping, right? Because we'll mm-hmm. be coming back yeah. sometimes to take a break because my daughter's not going to be able to go all day long, right? So it's a timing in your life thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, just exactly. deciding this factor. Yeah, but I mean, it was a hard decision for me because I'm looking at Saratoga and I'm like, man, that is a lot less points, right? Like, yeah. To your point, Dame, it, it is a lot less points, and that's part of why we never stay at Bay Lake because Bay Lake's a lot of points to stay there. So we just we stay elsewhere where there's the the points make more sense. You know, mm-hmm. it's so that's because you're paying for that proximity, right? You're paying for the be- ability to walk ten minutes into Magic Kingdom. You know, that's what you're paying for. So, I mean, and there is some benefit to that, but you know, yeah, we're talking yeah. about when we go in August, 
I'm not even going to go to Magic Kingdom. I have no interest in stepping foot in Magic Kingdom. Unless Trump's For what? <laughs> Somehow. Well, yeah, but I mean, outside of that, I mean, what am I stepping that, my foot into Magic Kingdom for? Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. still... Damon's going there for Tron, and then he's leaving. He's not spending a day in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. That's well, I, th- I feel like if I was going there for Tron, I, then I would probably, like, do some rides. Like, it was funny. My parents now have that DVC contract, and they're like, oh, you know, what's it to do this? My mom's like, well, you know, we're just going to run over there real quick and get on Peter Pan. I was like, do you no, remember not. the last time you were ever there? Like, that is not something that happens. There's no real quick over when there it comes get to on Peter, Peter Pan. Pan. Like, yeah, that's, that's so real quick. That's not, like, I- I've been... For as long as I can remember, you know, you never just get on Peter Pan. Like. So, Trevor, I will tell you that I'm old enough that I do remember that. Uh, well, I, I don't, don't remember know what happened, band, I guess, is the thing. Cause. But, yeah, because I don't know what happened, but you used to be able to roll onto Peter Pan. Like, it hmm. was possible. And it was definitely a long time ago, right? It was obviously pre-Winnie the Pooh and all that. But you used to be able just to roll onto Peter Pan. No longer the case. I don't know what happened. Something you know, changed, and it's. Yeah, I don't. What, what you know, going to Disneyland back in the eighties and nineties, Peter Pan, like because there was all those dark rides in Fantasyland, like there was Mister Toad, mm-hmm. there was Snow White, like oh, Mister Toad, such and, a good ride. Yeah, and Peter Pan. It, it was funny actually. Mister Toad was the, always the walk on. Okay. Peter Pan was the one that was always busy. So, well, yeah. I also, I also <laughs> remember though, when, again, like when we first had kids, so you're talking now, let's call it, let's call it like 17 years ago, right? We would go in the heat of summer, you know, 99 degrees. Like, so it was way different than it is these days, because if you were willing to go and bear the heat of August in Florida, 15 years ago, most <laughs> everything was walk on. Nobody else was there to do it. Nobody yeah. else was there, especially because, you know, schools have evolved so differently as well, because back then, most of the South was already in school when we would go. Right. And the Northern schools were not, but most people weren't really about going to Florida in 99 degree weather, especially if you're taking a flight or driving there, because who would do that to themselves? So that's when we would always go. We, again, everything was... was the darn near walk on at that point it was not bad but then again we had fast passes everything because you know i was doing sprints across the park in 97 degree weather (laughs) much respect i I, the only time i've ever walked on to peter pan i think was extra magic hours then it was like one o'clock in the morning back when they used to do to like 2 a.m at magic kingdom that was Mm -hmm. really the only time i think i ever walked onto that ride so yeah that but that that's that's extenuating circumstances like that's yeah 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 that's extra yeah. yeah Yeah. Um, so I realized we, we kind of missed. So the last part of Lisa's question was when you add on for the whole yeah. DVC thing. Um, the, the last factor is, and you know, Tom already talked about this. Um, line up your use years if you're adding on. Yes. Don't do it. Don't do, you know, some in June, some in November or whatever. Like, no, seriously, line up your use years. I saw that, you know, you know, we, we did that with when we, when we added on to ours it kept it very simple. Like it's like it, the contracts come up and it's like, everything just lines up all the time. And, you know, Tom, you, you've obviously attested to, you know, uh, I got to think about, I can't use these points because they expire before I go. And yeah, it, it yeah, don't do that. Biggest mistake, <laughs> biggest DVC mistake I've ever made was doing different news years. And yeah. at the time I thought I'd be able to manage it, but it's, it's a pain. It, it's just a pain. It's, it just added time of managing your points, right? Where, where if you do the same use year, you know, it's it's a lot easier. 
Um, you know, but I, I also, I think it, a lot of this question really just kind of depends on what your priorities are, right? Like mm-hmm. if you really want to go to beach club and, and go to beach club, like, you know, then buy a beach club. Like I wouldn't buy a beach club because in my mind, I'm always looking for the best value, right? So what's going to be the lowest uh, cost per points and dues? What's going to be the, you know, the best value to, to buy, right? Like that's always what's in my head. Or, you know, the, you know, I, I do also, we bought partly the reason we bought in Animal Kingdom is that we, we do stay there a fair amount. But, you know, honestly, we're not, I'm not booking at 11 months ever. I, I don't think I've ever booked at 11 months, right? So for me, it's like, I don't know. I think, I think you want to get the best value. And truthfully, Animal Kingdom at the time was a good value too. So that's partly why I bought it. So yeah. And it, it, it that is, that comes down to your situation where exactly. You know, I, I'm on the other end of that where, you know, my, to me, the best value is, you know, Polly is the best value because it lines up with what me and my family want to do. Exactly. You know, I'm fully aware that point wise, you know, it's, it's more expensive than most resorts. And, you know, we do fact, you know, I, I do look at the point charts for Polly and that does kind of guide some of my booking windows be like, you know, we, we, we look at the point charts and kind of decide when we're going to go and to make sure that we, you know, we don't overuse our points um but yeah beyond beyond that you know i'm i'm not i'm not doing the you know searching for which resort has the cheapest points and everything because um i I just accepted that you know this is what we want to do this is this is you know the the buy where you want to stay thing uh trumped our desire to find the best value and like don't get me wrong that's that's not a wrong way to approach it like i'm not saying you know you know, buy where you want and that's it. I'm saying, you know, that's just our situation. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Let's go. All right. You know, let's, before we do another question, let's do our ad really quick. Cause I'm yeah. kind of halfway through, through here. So, and then we uh, can answer the rest of the questions and then get into the other random stuff that's floating around here. Not okay. a, there's not a lot of news this week. It was a little bit slow. Uh, so we'll, no, uh, fine. we'll talk, we'll talk about a couple things, but uh, let's go ahead and do our ad. Okay. Uh, DVC Resale Market this week. Uh, DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC companies, the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2020, DVC Resale Market helped over 3,600 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 382-7767. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. I, I, this, was, this was a very interesting question from Dan because uh, yeah. you know, it's just kind of very generic. What are some things that make you happy lately? I, I like this question though. I like the idea of happy. We try to be, you know, try well, to be happy on the show. So, you know, I, we talk about our happy place, which, you know, yeah, sure, Disney world is usually your happy place, but yeah, I guess. Well, all right, go ahead. The, what, what makes the, you happy, Tom? The, the trip. Well, the, I, the meetup trip was made me very happy. That was a lot of fun. I mm-hmm. listen, the aftermath of it, not great. Uh, but <laughs> you know, due to, due to the COVID situation, but the actual trip itself was a lot of fun and it was great to meet everybody. I will say a couple things recently. Uh, one of them was Stranger Things coming back. So, and watching that all the way through. 
I don't know if either one of you guys watched Stranger Things all the way through, but I did. I'm uh, <laughs> I haven't yet because my son actually decided he wants to watch it, so we're letting him catch up on season three before we oh, watch. So he's got to watch all the way through. Oh man, okay, yeah, he's doing that right now, actually. So you got to wait for him to finish. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and this season's tough too because a lot of the episodes are long, like they're like mm-hmm. over an hour. Or so, um, but that has made me happy. Um, you know that that's been good. Uh, you know, pool weather. I I enjoy I enjoy going to the pool. I I've, it's been nice that the pool's back open again and can go uh you know go with my daughter and uh go swimming and stuff like that that's that's what makes me happy too so i i think those are a couple of my things plus i i like playing weird video games so i've been playing you know some weird video games lately that have been making me happy <laughs> all right let, what's okay well, let's hear it what what are you oh, playing no. oh no do it well, I, i'm gonna tell you mine after so go okay for it. yeah so i uh i really like uh sim games like uh you know like management kind of games so i mm-hmm. really like like a second like, job yeah, kind of. Yeah, I like <laughs> so I like I've been playing Two Point Hospital lately recently, uh, which is uh, right. kind of like a modern version of Theme Hospital, which was one of my favorite games from like, gosh, what was that? The late 90s, maybe early 2000s. Um, so, yeah, so I li- I've been playing that one a lot lately. I like that one. Um, well, and then last night I was playing with some friends over the Internet. We were we were bowling on Switch Sports. So, I mean, that one's not weird, but yeah, we were we were doing some bowling online on Switch Sports and and nice. having some fun with that and some badminton too which i i like i swear like i feel like i threw my shoulder out while i was playing badminton i get a little too hard uh playing that game and then we also did some sword fighting too which you haven't if you haven't done the sword fighting on switch sports it's uh you look ridiculous oh well no well not <laughs> only that but my wife and my my sister my my best friend and i were here my and my sister and my was here and uh they were filming my best friend and i playing because we just looked like maniacs you know like just with the two the two joy cons in our hands just kind of flailing all about so um it was pretty funny but yeah so that's that's what i've been doing lately nice uh damon do you want to go next or are you passing on this one short podcasts <laughs> that's what makes you happy that's what's making you happy yeah yeah what about okay. five-star reviews damon i was <laughs> No, they don't make me as happy as podcasts that are under an hour. Okay. Uh, well, that's not happening. Yeah, that's well, I mean, there. for me, it will. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody that's enjoyed fair. that you were there for the whole episode last yeah. week. That well, was, uh, yeah, I, it just, I, it was, it was definitely more of an enjoyable episode. I'm just looking at this list. I just, I can't. So, <laughs> yeah. Dude, you have like eight cooking things, and then finding nemo we don't have to go through all of these like you know it's just a few things you know we're, we're supposed to be talking about what makes us happy <laughs> that's right yeah that's right we shouldn't be arguing we're supposed to be talking about things that make yeah. us happy yeah go ahead yeah Trevor, right. go ahead you can- uh okay so so things that have been making me happy lately um yeah the, you know the meetup was definitely a, a high point in the last month um the fact that spring is finally here um we have a we have a large mayday tree in our backyard that is flowering right now and um i always love that every this time of year because you know it it means that that spring is finally here we're not going to get any more weird snow like we did back at the beginning of may um you know looking forward to to getting out in you know just being out in the yard again that always makes us happy and yeah i've been playing some weird video games lately too um my my genre of choice is uh, I, I like I tend to um, dive back into what's called Metroidvania games uh, for any of that or um, so so old school like Metroid and Castlevania games where like you're exploring a, a world and you get power ups and it kind of expands the world as you go. Uh, I found one called Astalon Tears of the Earth, which uh, 
um, had a very Nintendo retro feel to it, but turned out to be a very fun game that I sunk about 15 hours into. Uh, so, um, yeah, re- really liked that. And then, um, strangely, uh, uh, a game that I played a couple of years ago called Enter the Gungeon uh, came back around because my son actually started playing it because it it somehow got on his radar. So him and I have been playing that together. Uh, we, we've been playing some co-op together, but we also have our own saves on it. So we've been, you know, kind of playing and comparing notes and, and you know, different power-ups and combos that we've been finding in that game. So, um, yeah, those are things that have been making me happy lately. Here's two things that have been interesting. Obi Wan mm-hmm. is not bad. Okay, I yeah. thought like I it definitely got a little bit better. The only thing okay. is, is that I cannot stand the fact that they have the dude from Silicon Valley as the fake Jedi. That that hurts my feelings because he's Wait, which dude he, from Silicon Valley? <laughs> I haven't watched the show, so I don't know who it is. Uh, well, well, then only watched the first episode with me, so I <laughs> I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> just, I, I need to know which dude. I, I okay. I mean, I guess I can look this up, but you know, yeah, I, for, I forget his name. Hold on, you're gonna make me look it up. Um, anyway, it, it, it's dude, seeing Darth Vader is kind of cool. Like there, there is something to be said about oh, that. Male Nanjiani. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Um, but he just like. Dude, it's not his part. Like, that was definitely bad casting. Like, I like him, but just bad casting. But, you know, Stranger Things is, is no joke this season. Yeah. <laughs> You're not kidding, Good. right? <laughs> yeah, it is no yeah. joke this season. So it was interesting because my, you know, my wife was like, oh, you know, right before we started sitting down to watch season four, it was like, hey, you know, oh, my daughter will like that. Oh, and no. Then we're like, start watching season four. We're like, no. And then, like, my mom, who, like, doesn't like anything scary, like, she she can't be home by herself like no matter what like it's a whole big thing so like she was like oh yeah season four i'm like don't you even think about watching that <laughs> like no absolutely not it's it's like straight up like they're doing like a whole and i'm not spoiling anything trevor but like the whole season is basically like nightmare on elm street like homage like and amongst oh, so, others. Yeah, I, yeah yeah i i i fully expected it to go there like you know just yeah everything 80s like i i was getting that vibe back in season one when they were fighting the demogorgon like yeah, i yeah. was like yeah well, there there's some nightmare on elm street stuff going on in here yeah and, and i mean it's it's a good season absolutely because you know we're again there's only five seasons so we're starting to get towards the end like it's good but man it is scary it is. like and gr- and like listen look it's not scary like um, staying up at night scary, but for Stranger Things, it's definitely scary. It's, and it's more intense it, than a lot more the gore. previous. A lot Way more, more intense. Yeah. So yeah. the thing that's been striking me though about that show is that you know, again, it's you got this D and D focus, and I was always under this impression for, and obviously wrongly so, that like that had some like these monsters had some sort of attachment to D and D, which they do not. It's just the kids name them that stuff because yeah. that's all they know. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly, but but this this season is a, a leech. There's no if ands or buts about it. Like it's crazy. You mean a lich? No, it's leech. It's leech. L e e. No, yes, that's how, that's that's my pronunciation. <laughs> I pronounce things how I want, and it's okay. A leech. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, there's very like it's. If you're into horror movies, especially ones from like the '80s. Uh, it's very there's a lot of 80s horror movie going on in there i mean which it always has been but like yeah. like even more so this season i also enjoy like you know there's references to movies like um 
war games, which I thought was fun. Uh, yeah. You know, there's there's some really fun references this season. But to your point, it's a lot more intense. There's a lot more gore in this. It's a lot grosser, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely you know not to say scary. It's I just mean, scarier, man. Yeah, it's scarier. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, there's some really good stuff in it though. I, I Trevor, I, I'm I'm looking forward for you get, getting to see it because it's it's good. It's a really good season. It's it's a I, really I'm, good season. And I'm actually really mad that I have to wait now another month to get the rest of it. Um, like because we finish it off so quick and now we got to wait for the last two episodes until july and it's just yeah i'm actually i'm kind of glad that my son started watching because it's like i'm it's been so long from the the previous seasons that i'm glad that i'm kind of recapping it before i go into it because i I think i'll feel yeah yeah no joke as soon as the episode like the new season started they do like a recap and And my wife was like but yeah it was a really long recap and my wife was like oh good i needed that because like i totally forgot everything that happened so yeah yeah. (laughs) so yeah it was good that they had a recap in the beginning there so um but yeah no i just really good season so far and i mean it's only well it's more than halfway over because there's only two episodes left that they're gonna release but i mean i think they're supposed to be long ones right i think they're supposed to be like hour and a half two hours so something like that basically movies that they made <laughs> so Sweet. Um, yeah so that made me happy to have that come back because it's been so long and it's it's one of my favorites so yeah but i'm actually down on tv now because there's not too much that like there's nothing to watch which is like surprising i never thought there'd be nothing to watch yeah i'm actually not surprised that we're in this state because well, we're at the we're at the stop filming during covid yeah like, the, that's is, now yeah this is the aftermath of of the the last a yep. couple of years of lull basically that <laughs> that have happened so yeah yeah you knew it was going to happen eventually but yeah i mean like all the shows that i really like and are excited to watch more of like just kind of wrapped up you know meaning like i watch them now but like you know like the last season of ted lasso where i was i think i talked about the show on I did, I just, it's so funny because I, I really feel like i should have liked that show and it was just yeah. i couldn't do it like it was eh, mm-hmm. like we watched like four episodes and i'm like oh <laughs> I can't man. We were, we're at, you know what though? We are watching uh, Severance. On oh, I Apple. love Severance, man. So we're not done with it yet. Um, oh, I love Severance, but yeah, we've been watching that. And then I started Night Skies on Amazon, but only like one episode in. Yeah, dude, Severance is really good. That's another one we watched all the way through, and we're like, now we got to wait for however long for another season of that one, mm. um, which stinks too. Um, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean because like my wife and I, after we finished Stranger Things, we were like, okay, well what are we going to watch now? And there, you know what I mean? Like it was, there's only a couple other things that I want to watch. Like there's a few things on HBO that I want to watch. Um, but like, you know, but like what most, on HBO? I want to watch our flag means death. Cause I'm a big fan of Taika oh, Dude, It's so bad. What? Like, I've heard it's great. <laughs> oh, it's so <laughs> terrible. Like I thought I was going to love it. Cause it sounded like totally a show. I would like, it is so bad. Man, like, I've, not that's even, the first bad review I've heard. It's like the oh, starling yeah. of like I couldn't I couldn't do it, man. I did like three episodes and I'm like, <laughs> I can never watch this garbage at all, like oh, anymore. Gosh. Like it's just so bad. Yeah, I didn't well, love it. I, I do want to watch that. I could tell you didn't love it. <laughs> so, yeah, did not love that. <laughs> yeah, no, I've just heard from a lot of people it was good. Um, I mean, maybe it's that. just not what I expected. And it's just it's just ugh. Yeah. Uh, boring. It's boring bad is what I felt. Is that what it is? It's boring. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I felt like. All right. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we started watching the WeWork show on uh, Hulu, the one, that one, but, um, Wait, you know, which we got, one? Like, the one about WeWork that's based on the podcast about WeWork falling apart. Yeah. I don't watch those sort of shows. If it's not funny or scary or adventurous, I'm not about it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, 
Damon, have you watched? Um, did you watch uh, Mythic Quest on uh, Apple TV? So stupid, man! You, I, can't. I know it is. That one is really <laughs> stupid, but funny. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't funny. do it, man. Like, really? I, I, no, I, I tried. I just like I couldn't do it. Um, I like that one. There's a lot of shows that I feel like I should like and just don't. Don't, yeah. Like you know, the League of Legends Arcane, like that everyone loves from an anime, sort of like loves, loves, loves it. Like. Man, I just I'm like four or five episodes in, and I'm just like, I don't really love it. I, you know, just, I, I I feel like I should though, but I don't. I got told the same thing. Actually, one of my coworkers that's very much into anime, and you know, him and I talk about games and stuff as well. And he was like, "Yeah, you should really like this because you know where your interests lie." And same mm-hmm. thing is, it's just. And I, I played know. the game, which makes it even worse that I don't like it. But yeah, just, but but it, yeah, it, for some reason, it just doesn't hit the mark like i i don't know i, I can't even describe why it, it's just not interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i don't know man i'm just uh I'm, I'm with you guys i'm not really sure what's next it's it's tough i mean i i'm excited for the next marvel show on on dvc i mean dvc on disney plus um but you know still gotta wait some time for that i mean i they've got a couple more coming out this year that i'm interested in so maybe we need to uh crowdsource this question too yeah, that's that's a good question. Yep. Yeah, I, and I feel I, like we talked so little Disney this episode, which is fine. Like <laughs> we have, but but you know, let, let's so maybe why don't we why don't we end off with the listener questions here? But you know, put it out to to the listeners. You know, for anyone that goes, you know, is in the 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 Facebook group or on Discord. Um, what are things that are making you guys happy lately? Oh, I like that. You no, know, I want to hear some of that from you guys after uh, after this episode goes out too. Yeah, Damon, you should uh, you should put a post out there on that one. That's that'd be good. I mean, I guess any of us can do it, but <laughs> Damon, you're the one that tends to post. So, um, yeah, that doesn't seem like a Damon post, though. No, that's a fair. Point. That's a fair. <laughs> no, point. it does. You know what? It's a, it's a fair point. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let's see. Oh, and also, I don't know if any of you guys have watched Yellow Jackets. I think I talked about it on here before. Yellow Jackets, really. Cool. Yeah, you have. Um, yeah. No, I haven't. What's it about again? Uh, it's kind of like Lost esque. It's like one of those mystery box kind of shows where, um, I, I mean, I don't. It's wanna... good though. Oh, it's great! It was really good. What, what's, it on, what's it on? It was on Showtime. That's the only problem. Is on Showtime. Oh, I don't have Showtime. Yeah, well, no one does. So I had to go and buy it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, it's I don't not... think I can buy Showtime for one show. I just can't. Do no, no, no. It. I mean, I think I had to, I like rented it from like Amazon or whatever. So, um, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But like, you could like rent the season out or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah. So, but that show was that that show was excellent too. It's just unfortunate that's not Showtime, but definitely not a show. That's an adult only show, I will say. So, <laughs> um, but that one is really good. Um, very, if you like Lost, I think it's very it's very Lost esque. I it. love Lost. That's what makes Dude. it even harder. Yeah, I think you should go watch it then because like I said, it's like that a makes a very yeah, yeah, that's a very high bar to hit, right? Like I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it, it's got some similarities too because there's a plane crash involved and they're they're lost in the woods. Yeah, but you know what it makes. I'm, okay. I'm looking at it now. Do, it makes me. Do you know how many shows like have wilds. plane crashes? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Did Would you ever see the yeah. Wilds on Prime? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, and yeah. We watched. I didn't the think wilds. that was good. Yeah, yeah. It, I, man, it got it got really slow. Like we we tried to get into it and it just yeah. I don't know, man. The Yellow Jacket's got a sixty six percent. Like I'm, I'm not about that. But Rotten Tomatoes, a hundred percent. That's so weird. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, dude. I'm. I was like, what are you talking about? It's got like a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> 
Because as I say, that's I mean, it's a pretty popular show. I mean, again, though, it's one that's not well known because it's on Showtime, and no one has no one has Showtime streaming services. I, I didn't even know they had a streaming service. Like, just get rid of that. Like, why does it even exist? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so. I, I don't know. This doesn't look. I'm a, I, it's it's good, cat. man. I'm telling you, it's really good. So. <laughs> sorry it's it's funny you're talking about like yeah hitting up like weird streaming services would would it be inappropriate to you know imply that you know if you got these weird shows you can always ask captain jack sparrow to help you find them what does that mean (laughs) yeah no i have no interest in. oh i I just got that got it (laughs) sorry it took me a second all right can you even do that anymore (laughs) i mean i I no, you totally can't do that no, I could do. I don't Showtime. know what I'm talking about. Could I do Showtime for a month? Yeah, you could probably do a free trial and at least like watch an episode. Well, because the season right? to purchase is twenty bucks. That seems like a lot. It's a it's a big investment if you're not. Because well, I could just the show. do one month yeah. and cancel. I feel like yeah. For like how much does the streaming service oh, costs? Yeah. Oh, the streaming service probably does cost twenty bucks, though, doesn't it? But you know mm-hmm. what though? Like you could probably get a like free trial, right? Yeah, it makes it. I have to start. I have to watch ten episodes in like five days. I don't know about that. Oh man, I can, I can do that. I can do that anytime. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, you could, I'm, but I can't. Yeah. How about a binge here? I like to binge, man. Oh, so like you can do 30 days for free. Uh, 30 days for that's, free on Showtime. There you go. That's not enough. Wait, where do you see 30 days for free? I don't know. I just popped it up here. Start streaming Showtime uh, I got now. Seven right? days 30 free. days for free. I don't know. I see seven days for free. That's, I'm on Showtime's website. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You, know, you just you just go, you just go and get a free trial. Yeah, the, yeah. The problem is, is then you're you're committing to it, right? You, like you have to. Yeah. I hate, so I want to get Paramount Plus so bad, and I still won't spend the four ninety nine. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I only have Paramount Plus, like I said before, because there's so many like good like kid stuff on there. My daughter loves Paw Patrol and you know Peppa Pig and all that nonsense. So, although we were watching Rocco's Modern Life earlier, which was uh, which was fun. Um, but I realized how different uh, cartoons in the '90s were from cartoons now. Absolutely, totally. <laughs> very different. Yeah, very different. <laughs> so yeah. we let um, a lot of things slide back then. Oh man, yeah. Like I, it's funny. My wife and I were just joking about this. Like, oh man, there's some like really adult jokes in this. We just like, oh, Dexter's it, Laboratory was one of the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. I love Dexter's Lab. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I hope people like TV talk because <laughs> we're yeah. This episode is going to be the lowest rated episode that we've ever, ever had. had. Well, you know, we they can't all be um, you know fast well, past yeah. arguments, and, and it's it's funny like we don't <laughs> talk about that stuff. Like it just comes up, just happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it just happened. Yeah, it's it's not like we planned for any of this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, we were going to have the in- inevitable downturn. So, hey, listen, maybe people will enjoy us just talking about random stuff this week. So, who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, seriously, Damon, I, I think Yellow Jack is really good. Well, I'm looking at, so I'm on the Showtime website to see if there's anything else I would watch. And there's really not. That's no, the there problem. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, Dexter's, Dexter's on there and I never watched that show. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't really What's care Darknet? about anything. What's that? It's this thing called Darknet. What is that? Mm. Know, it's on Showtime. <laughs> that doesn't sound that. good. Yeah. It doesn't. I can't even believe they're not promoting Yellow Jackets like right on their homepage. I feel like it's their biggest show right now. It's it's been everywhere. So I, I don't know. Oh, you can do a Paramount Plus bundle with Showtime. Yeah, 
Showtime. Uh, that says. So where are you just, seeing this? Where are you seeing this? Same the website I sent you. It's thirty days for free, and then ten bucks a month for both together. Look at that. I have too you many said, streaming you services. Said, you said thirty bucks a month. Ten dollars, nine ninety nine. Thirty days free. Oh, oh! Look at that. Uh, that might be interesting. I'm going to learn more about that. You can learn more. Click on learn more on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Sean asked another question. Lots of talks and rumors about big changes coming to annual passes. I don't know what he's talking about because I haven't seen anything. But <laughs> but maybe it's just I, I got out of some of the Disney groups I was in and I'm not on Facebook that much. Maybe there's been talk there, but I haven't seen anything about this. But he said, what kind, kind of changes would you like to see? Do you think about a pass that's good for whenever you're staying on property using I points? I love that idea. So you're saying, but like, how would they even do that though? Right? Like, What do you mean, how would they do it? Because, like, what if you end up staying on property for three months? You know what I mean? Like, well, do they base it on how many points you have, or they base it on, like, you know, what, what do you mean if you stay on property on? for three months? If you have that many DVC points, then yeah, what's the problem? It would be like just like an annual fast pass. I mean, no, an annual pass. It, basically, the, the point is, is that it, it limits it to people who are staying on property. So it's not sure. like, you know, you can go and get something nearby and, you know, still take advantage of, of yeah, I love the that. discount or whatever. Yeah. What I mean, do we a- think fast? I mean, I keep on calling it fast pass. Do we think annual passes are even coming back? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I don't would, think I would, they are, man. I don't I, know. I think they are. I think it's still. Ju- I think it's going to be up to another year out because Disney Disney has no incentive to offer annual passes. But, but what incentive do they have to offer annual passes in a year from now? When, when people the, stop doing revenge travel, when it, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yes, when, when, when things <laughs> calm down from the uh, from the the post COVID blues, but, um, yeah, but annual passes are never a win for them. No, it's true. Financially, not a win for them, right? And that's, that's partly saying, why so they're not selling. I don't yeah. think they're ever coming mm. back because there's no win for them, and people are used know. to not having uh, them. I don't think they're coming back, man. I kind of agree with agree with Trevor here, where. They'll they'll come back, but later, right? Like, well, and if I just they come back, if they come back at all, they're going to be terrible. They're not going to be what yeah, they were. Oh no, yeah, it won't it won't be like it was because again, there's no incentive for them to go back to offering what they were. The whole reason that they were offering a lot of the stuff with annual passes previously was to try and draw people to the parks, and that's not an issue right now. You, you know what I would love is like a pass that was like a punch card at a uh, you know when you go and get like a sandwich and they punch off your punch card free yeah no no what i mean by that is like what if they had a pass where it was like okay this pass includes 20 days whenever you want right like i would like that you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because for me like i get the annual pass because it makes sense for me but i probably only use it for 15 days in a year at the most like how do you regulate those 20 days that's the problem when you have an annual pass you kind of just say okay they could come whenever well, you regulate yeah. it with the park reservations, right? So you make a reservation. But, that's But the know. problem with that is it, that becomes tricky because if somebody says, you know, well, I can't use my pass because there's no park reservations. Yeah. You know, that gets them in a bad position where people are fighting for, you know, you Unless should they just me. make that known up front so that it's like, hey, you yeah. can have. So there's no annual pass part of it. It's just, hey, here's 20 punch cards. Yeah. And you can use them in the next five years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how great would it be to like you just make it like a 20 day ticket that you can use whenever you want, right? Like, it's that would be ideal for me because you know we we go every year, but it's like the annual pass makes sense for us only if we do two trips within that one year period that we have the the annual pass, right? Like, that's the only time it makes sense. Otherwise, I mean, we're not going every weekend. Like, that's 
we're not getting full use out of that. And it would be great if we could do the annual pass and just have the, it be a lower version of it, you know? Yeah, this, I mean, this feels like a step backwards because they, they used to, they used to do that where like you could buy so many days and they didn't have expiry on them. Yeah. And people would come back and use tickets that they had from like years ago because of it. So, yeah, I mean, that's fine with me. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, of course, that's fine by us. But I, well, I see where Disney doesn't want to do that. Right. I'm also saying not make it the only option, right? Just an option, right? Like yeah. maybe like the cheaper option would be you get X amount of days per year and you have blackout times and all that. Right. And you still have the ones that are unlimited. Go whenever you want, you know, you know in different blackout dates. But I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard because I, you know, and and I have this on the list for for later, but you know, Disneyland just pulled all of their annual passes. They're, they 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 no longer have annual passes at all, and then at the same time which, put out a California resident ticket, which is interesting. But I mean, that just puts them in the same boat as Disney World, right? Because Disney World's not offering Disney passes World is, right now. Well, no, Disney World is still offering the Florida resident only one, like the lowest level one. Um, the very lowest level one that you can all you, that you can't go on weekends. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's the only one they have right now. So it's I mean it's not far off. And I I mean I do wonder with Disneyland getting rid of all of the magic keys if the if Disney World is you know going to be soon to follow and just also cancel that last one too. I don't I don't know. Hmm. Well, we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, yeah. I don't know though. I I just think it's it's to. To Damon's point, right? There's no incentive for them to do it right now because they, and they've t- actually talked about this in their earnings, you know, uh, that they are part of the reason why their earnings are up so much is because they have, quote, the right kind of customer. And what they mean by the right kind of customer is not annual pass holder, right? They yeah, mean they have less pass holders and more, you know, long trips. But, but like you said, revenge travel is going to run out. Is sure. that, I guess that's what we're calling it now. Is you that's know, what that, it's called. Yeah. It's called revenge. Yeah. 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 But okay. like, you're right. I, once that's over, right? Like, once people like get it out of their system, like, you know, you expect maybe the demand to go down a little bit for it. And then maybe they do want to offer the passes again because they do want to have as many parks, people in the parks as they can, right? But as they can and, you know, also not have people be mad about it. But at the same time, like, you know, like right now they don't need those people, right? Because they have all these people traveling uh, and wanting to go to the parks. But if at some point they need to drum up demand again, but I mean, you know, Trevor, we were talking to that lady that was a local, that was a cast member in line. And she was, she was saying how much of a pay, how much it stinks, right? Because mm-hmm. she wants to have an annual pass, but if she wants to take her daughter for the weekend, they have to go and pay a couple hundred bucks to, to go in for the weekend instead of just, you know, having the annual pass and, and, you know, she was like, you know, we're not going to do the other pass because that one excludes weekends. And when am I going to take my daughter other than the weekends, you know? So yeah, it it makes it very restrictive for a lot of audiences. And yeah, I, yeah, I, I totally get that. And and yeah, I think, you know, like, like you said, you know, Disney's going to, you know, right now that, you know, they, they're happy with, the way things are going, but you know, this also does tie in with the the previous discussion we had about what's next after Tron, right? Yeah. Because, you know, you know, at the moment, you know, Disney's got all kinds of things coming out that have been delayed. There's a bunch of pent up desire for people to go to Disney. Once the hype runs out on those new things. And once people, you know, get over the, the desire to just, you know, get out and start traveling again, what's next? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like I, I can see things dropping off and then Disney being in a position where, you know, hey, annual passes. Hey, here's a deal. Like, yep. uh, you know, and actually he, here, here's another um, uh, 
tell sign, I guess, for me is that because I'm, I'm a Canadian resident, I get emails like it's pretty much once a quarter where, um, 90% of the time they're for Disneyland or they were before COVID. Um, it was always like, you know, 25% off, uh, park tickets. And the whole point of it was it basically matched up the price to our, our, um, the, the dollar conversion. So it made it appealing for as a Canadian resident to travel and Disney was doing that. Um, yeah, like I said, it was about once every three months, I would get those emails. Um, I'm starting to see those emails again, but I think I've seen one in the last six months at this point. So, so Disney is still not, they're not feeling the need to attract people at the moment, but Again, let's have this conversation in a year and see what it's like. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, and then once the 50th anniversary stuff ends, right? Like, what's next after that, right? What's what's after the 50th anniversary? What's what are the new attractions they're going to build? You know, all that kind of stuff. That's stuff we don't have the answer to. So, all right. So the few news items we have this week: Summer House on the Lake to debut at Disney Springs in 2023. That's quite the mouthful for. But we're gonna call this yeah, summer, just house. summer house. See, yeah, just called summer house, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it looks really cool. The pictures of it. Uh, I mean, it looks very like. Uh, I, I mean, it's it looks very fancy. It's, I'll say it's that. very modern for <laughs> sure. Very modern. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Lots no of... word on like. I don't know what kind of food this is. Like, I don't know. I know this is an existing restaurant. So. Um, yeah, I like I like the living wall and the like the vines and everything that they're portraying will be in there yeah um yeah definitely gives that summer house vibe for sure yeah um yeah it's uh i'm just i'm just pulling up like what the like this like their existing restaurant to see what kind of food it is right like i don't even know what you would call this it's kind of like uh it it is definitely very fancy this is going to be an expensive place to eat i'm telling you right now oh yeah I mean, they, it's like a burger and sandwich kind of place. It's nothing too fancy, I guess. Hmm. But, you know, like their so existing I, restaurant, like a, uh, you know, a burger costs $18. So, you know what it's going to cost at Disney Springs. <laughs> yeah. I, I, okay. So, I guess that's not what I thought of for Summer House. Not what I thought like, of either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get you, you know, when you're, when you're on summer vacation, you do barbecue and, and all that kind of stuff. But, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know how to describe, like, I'm, I'm thinking of like, we, we, my uh, uncle actually had a, uh, a cabin in, uh, the Shushwap lakes in, yeah, in yeah. British Columbia. And yeah, like we would, we would be out there and it was a lot of, uh, I mean, there's a lot of orchards and stuff. So we always had like fruit on hand and there was always like salmon. Uh, we, we'd always do, you know, salmon on, on, uh, different planks of wood and stuff like that. Um, which was really good. I know you don't eat fish, but it's good. Yeah, trust yeah. me. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, and this place has like pizzas and stuff. Like it's pizzas and burgers and sandwiches. So it's, it looks way fancier okay. than the food would suggest. Well, <laughs> I don't know that, that, that seems pretty boring to me. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I can get, I can get pizzas and burgers and sandwiches like anywhere, anywhere, <laughs> Disney yeah, world. Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't really know what they're, kind of theme is and i'm sure there's somebody i mean I, they have two existing locations so i'm sure there's somebody that listens to us says like, oh this place is awesome so cool well and <laughs> let us know that's why it's awesome yeah i want to know yeah <laughs> yeah exactly All right rumor yes this is a rumor only because disney has refused to confirm or deny this and so i'm mm-hmm. gonna call it a rumor so yep. do you want to read it go ahead 
Yeah. Uh, uh, the Princess and the Frog Splash Mountain replacement will open in 2024 at Disneyland and Magic Kingdom. So the you know we haven't heard a lot about this uh um, no. replacement for for a while now and obviously you know because of covid that makes sense but yeah it is still on the books it is still coming there seems to be some hints that um you know it's not going to come next year it's going to come hopefully early 2024 yeah um one of the things to think about with this is you know, you know people people say you know there there's going to be uh you know you know, there will be downtime for Splash Mountain, obviously, yeah, yeah. when this happens. But I get the feeling that a lot of the work that's being done um, is it's things that are happening in the background that they don't need to take the ride down for, like, you know, new, new animatronics and, you know, building set pieces and everything. And I get the feeling that they're going to wait until, you know, they need to do installation and it's going to be, you know, everything's going to go in quick, right? Yeah, like it'll be probably closed for like, I mean, I I could see like six months at the longest, but maybe just a couple yeah. months. But but yeah. the funny thing about this is this seems to be like the situation with Guardians where that executive like accidentally announced stuff that he shouldn't have because this is basically the voice of Tiana was on uh, on uh, on live with Ryan and Kelly, um, mm-hmm. and just said this right, and then. Uh, you know, it, it just kind of seems like maybe this slipped out, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like maybe she wasn't supposed to say that, uh, cause Disney's not confirming this. Uh, and, and you would think that if they were ready to announce this, they would have, uh, after this, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I like the, the last sentences, you know, Rose offered no further details on the attraction other than she would be sucked into the ground if she said more. That's pretty funny. Which is very, yeah. <laughs> that is <pretty> funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That that seems appropriate. Like also thinking about like Princess and the Frog and how all that went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. um yeah, so that's I mean, that's really all on that topic. I mean, you know, we don't really know for sure. Like I said, I'm calling it a rumor because Disney hasn't confirmed it yet. I guess, just- I guess that is, you know, we kind of answered our own question about what's next, you know. We we know well, the Splash Mountain thing will be coming at some point, but I don't think that's enough to like. No. Well, the Epcot that. changes, right? Like, so the Epcot stuff, I think we expect probably next year sometime, uh, you know, to be finished up. So, well, I mean, but again, these are not major attractions, right? Like the Moana yeah. water thing is not a major attraction. A, a new stage for them to have shows for the festivals at Epcot is not a major attraction, right? Like, so they're they're going to have to, you know, come up with some things to, uh, you know, to, to draw yeah, people the, in. And- there, there needs to be a new headliner past Tron. And I don't think, I mean, th- I know they'll try and swing Princess and the Frog, but yeah. it, it's, so you it's know, a retheme though. At the end it, of the day, yeah, it's not it's a new ride. It's still just Splash Mountain. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, not a new ride, yeah. right? So, like, yeah, you need a new yeah. ride. Like, rethemes are not going to move the needle, right? So, yeah. This next thing I, I'm I'm actually excited about because new menus coming to Sci-Fi Dine In and to mm-hmm. uh, to 50s Primetime, which are both uh, must do restaurants for us. I know you're a big 50s Primetime fan. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I like both restaurants a lot. Uh, Sci-Fi is just one that always like. You know, like how, like when you were a kid, you have like certain memories that you remember from being like a little kid being at Disney. Like this is one of mine from being a kid is going to Sci-Fi Dining. Like it's just something I always remember. You know, yeah. And so no, it's like I, a, a nostalgic pick for me. So I, I, I get that too. We we actually um, in 2006 when I went with my brother, the three of us went to Sci-Fi, and it's not like don't get me wrong, I don't hate Sci-Fi. It's just when given the option between prime time and Sci-Fi, I always. Sure 
just pick prime time over it. But, you know, same thing is we, we went and we actually ended up eating there right before close. So we got, you know, we got to have the fun meal and then walk out of Hollywood studios when it was empty and raining actually, which was That's very cool. surreal. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciate what you're saying there that, uh, you know, this place has some, some history and, and memories to it. And the fact that they're actually updating the menu is good because yeah. it, it, it's, I think it's been needing it for a while. No, you know, I, I feel like the food there was not bad. It just wasn't like the best food that you could get, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, I'm, I'm seeing some, I'm just reading some of the, the bolded things on here, which is sci-fi smoked wings, spinach and artichoke dip, which, yeah. Plant-based. Totally. Plant-based, oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's better. I, I, I can do that. Um, yeah, that's uh, and black garlic Caesar salad. That would be really good. Sounds pretty good. Um, yeah, got some new burgers. Yeah. So, so yeah. are these are these burgers or sliders? They look kind of small. No, I think I think they're pretty nice size. They're burgers. I mean, they're pretty stacked, right? Uh, oh, the, okay. Those are thick cut fries next to them. I'm, yeah, I'm looking yeah, at the yeah. picture. And I'm like, those? <laughs> okay, yeah. The 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 choice of of uh, sides isn't helping portray the size of the burger. <laughs> <laughs> they have some new custom plates too, that have the name of the place on it, which is not something you see that much at Disney anymore. Right. Um, I, the one thing I wish with sci-fi is that they would add some more footage, right? Cause like if you're there long mm-hmm. enough, like you, it starts to redo the, the, the movie and it's like, all right, I already saw this. Like it's 45 like, minutes. Yeah. They need like two hours, <laughs> right? Like, and they, and I'm sure you can find some more oldie time, like, you know, footage of the, like yeah, the, future, the 19 you know? yeah. yeah 1950s black and white yeah. uh sci-fi shows yeah yeah you could totally find that so i i wish they would do that but um you know it's still a place i love it has some of the best ambiance of any restaurant but they've got let's see uh pork on pork burger that's that's <laughs> interesting yeah uh what was this dish includes grilled house-made pork patty topped with roasted pork belly whoa yeah, that's a lot of pork. Yeah, that's a lot of pork. Uh, if you're really into that, I mean, I, I mean, that sounds terrible. I mean, it sounds kind of good to me, but <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just it's a lot, right? There's a surf and turf burger that has shrimp and, and a crab cake on it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. these are really interesting. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> that that sounds good. Yeah, I do like the desserts. Um, the the Ooh, red planet yeah. looks very cool. Yeah, it's one of those dome cakes that they really like yeah. doing. You know, there's a. Uh, Dome cheesecakes. Uh, that one looks cool. Actually, I think the out of this world sci-fi swirl looks cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, yeah. They both kind of have the, the little, or the the swirl has the little dome piece yeah. on it as well. But uh, yeah, they're yeah very very appropriately themed uh, desserts there. You know what? It's kind of funny though because like, and I'm sure anybody that's been there can attest to this, right? Like, it's funny that they're taking time to make these desserts look good when you can't see a dang thing in that whole restaurant <laughs> like <laughs> it's, it's dark, yeah. you, you can't see you can't even see your plate when you're eating like this the lights are so dim in those cars like so it's it's almost lost on me that these are going to look good because it's just like i'm usually just trying to find where my food is on my plate you know no, i mean they, they have they have the lighting in the cars like but it's not very bright little... it's i'm just saying like right, you can't really but... see details you know you can see like the general food but like it, the little details are going to be lost on you i feel like but anyway, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, so this right. is uh this this uh, one is uh, pineapple mousse, passion fruit, cosmic swirl, and spiced lime spaceship, garnished with space dust, whatever that is, and then uh, <laughs> blood orange coolie. Oh, okay, 
And then that red planet when you talked about is uh, chocolate cheesecake, bl- blueberry compote on graham cracker tart with a matcha sponge and uh, gold pan- ca- uh, candied pecans. Wow. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Both of those sound good. Yeah. I'm All right. right. Let's, let's go over to Primetime okay. Cafe. So jalapeno popper deviled eggs. This That's really interesting. <laughs> this is not something that I thought I wanted. But you kind of do now. <laughs> but yeah, now, now that I'm thinking about it, like I, again, I, I have a love hate relationship with jalapeno poppers because yeah. they usually have like cream cheese and stuff in them, which doesn't help my stomach, but I do want to eat them. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. adding in deviled eggs, deviled eggs are good too. So yeah, yeah I agree. It's, yeah. And then uh, uh, the creamy tomato soup is a new starter. Again, was love, the pot pie not there? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Lo- love the idea of of you know some good tomato soup if they do yeah. it right. And then yeah, uh, Grandpa Jean's chicken pot pie. I don't recall there being. See, I re- pot- I feel like the last time I went there, I got a pot pie. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, I, I mean, was it gone off the menu from COVID, and then it's just coming back now? Or because I swear, last time I went there, I had it. Um, Maybe I'm losing my mind. Oh, but. yeah. Grandpa Jean's chicken pot pies made its official return to the 50s okay. primetime cafe. So, yeah, this is coming yeah, yeah. back. Okay. Yeah, because it's like a deconstructed kind of pot pie. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, on the dessert side, they have pineapple upside down cake. Okay. You know, why not? Uh, lemon meringue pie. I mean, that's 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 an easy one, but it's also an easy one to mess up, right? Like I do, I I do some, like a lemon meringue, though. I do like a lemon meringue. Yeah. I, I've had some bad lemon meringue, so... You know, I, I I trust Disney will will do good with it. Ooh, uh, meaning, like the, when gonna, it's too sugary, like when the meringue is just like sugar and not oh, yeah. whipped properly. Yeah. See, I think the place I go right here is the Grasshopper Bar, though. Mint mm-hmm. white chocolate mousse with chocolate chips on a chocolate chip cookie, topped with whipped cream and chocolate chips. I'm in. That's <laughs> I love a good mint chocolate chip. That looks delicious. Yep. Yeah. Give me that. Although I, 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 I'm I laughing that. at this last one. Can we talk about this last one? The, <laughs> stained glass dessert. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's jello with with uh with whipped cream <laughs> so hold on uh whipped pineapple fluff studded with cubes of strawberry lime and orange gelatin to look so, like stained glass yeah so okay yeah you're right it's it's jello and whipped cream but it's pineapple whipped cream pineapple fluff I mean, are you into this grasshopper bar though I think you were starting to say something before I went off yeah I, well I mean i I like the whole chocolate mint thing as well i mean you know yeah. that i you know i really like yeah. that mint chocolate ice cream we had so oh yeah 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 um yeah so yeah that's that sounds great um yeah i i need uh okay fine i'm after this i'm gonna be talking to my wife um about booking prime time when we go in november <laughs> <laughs> i'm just now i'm i'm reading all this and i'm going okay you know what we we need to book this i need to go back there again yeah yeah for sure i i yeah you know what? I actually might, since we're doing like almost like two separate trips with two separate families, I might do sci-fi one one part of the trip and then fifties the the other part of the trip. So do it. Uh, yeah, might as well, right? Yeah. And then I also see this key lime milkshake at Hollywood Scoops. That sounds pretty good to me too. Key lime vanilla shake topped with lemon lime donut, garnished with sweet graham cracker crumb. I, I mean, listen. I'm not usually a fan of the throw a donut on top of a milkshake kind of thing, but this looks pretty good. <laughs> it, it it does but it's like just give me a good milkshake like yeah you know yeah. you maybe, don't eat the donut is what you're saying or or i mean work the uh you can work a donut into a milkshake but then i guess it becomes kind of like a blizzard you know like a dairy queen situation yeah but, yeah 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 um okay. 
Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, there, there's some galaxy's edge stuff with a cold yeah, like brew some or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some, yeah. some, some boring looking coffees. Honestly, they don't look, here's, yeah. here's some brown water. <laughs> You're going to insult all the coffee drinkers out there. Uh, I, that one. I do drink coffee. That That's the thing is that I yeah. do drink coffee. It's just these, like, I don't know. Well, we, I think that we <laughs> can, that's, enough, that's enough about those. We can, we yeah. can continue on. And this yeah, is right. really, we don't, we don't really even need to talk about this finding Nemo thing too much. Just, it feels like we need to mention it that, uh, June 13th, uh, the finding Nemo show is returning the reworked finding Nemo show, uh, big blue and beyond is what it's called. Um, so, you know, I know you don't really care about the show too much, but yeah. I, I definitely want to bring my daughter there. So I'm excited for, uh, to be able to bring my daughter to, to the finding Nemo show. And I'm glad that it's reopening. It's a, you know, it's a nice thing to have at animal kingdom. So it's, and that, that is one week from the day this podcast releases. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So it's uh, not, if you're listening to this on the day we release it, which is a Monday, it's the week after that. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so let's, let's go talk Disneyland stuff quick. We kind of started yeah, with, you can, uh, you can quickly finish this and get out of here. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, all magic key annual passes are no longer available, um, which is very unfortunate, but again, you know, I feel, I feel this is a, a case of, um, you know, they, they, they've said at various points that they will stop and start the availability of annual passes based on demand. And this goes back to our previous conversation where I get the feeling that, um, you know, Disney knows they're coming into the summer months. And, and the second point here is they're, they're announcing a limited time summer ticket offer to California residents, which means, you know, they, they want to push people towards that and not towards buying annual passes. So yeah, bit of a different story on the West coast because, you know, there is a lot more local traffic there than there is in Florida. So Kind of makes sense. Um, also sucks because, yeah, it feels like right now there's no options for annual passes pretty much anywhere. Not just at Disney. I mean, I mean, I don't think – or actually, that's not true. I, now that I think about like even some of our local parks are still offering annual passes. So, See, yeah, our local just, parks are yeah. begging for us to buy an annual pass. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess – yeah, you're right. Different situation, you, you, I think, right? Yeah, but but it's funny because like, like up uh, around here, like we have uh, – we have a couple of, um, there, there's Heritage Park and Callaway Park, which are, Callaway Park is, you know, like, it used to be a Hanna-Barbera run thing, but it, it's very run down now. Um, they're, they're always trying to draw people in. Heritage Park is, um, it's actually supposed, like it's, like it sounds, it's supposed to be like, uh, early 19th century and, you know, showing a lot of historical stuff, but it's also, it's it's a theme park in that uh you know you know they actually do have some like old old school rides like like a like a ferris wheel from the the early 1900s which is cool and terrifying at the same time um <laughs> that would be it's all maintained I and everything i don't do ferris wheels i hate ferris wheels yeah, so it's uh it, it's it's great but uh yeah like those those have been pushing for it but then again you know looking at disney you know Dis- i i think a lot of people are hyper focused on Disney and, you know, wanting to go back there and, you know, Disney knows full well that it's not in their best interest to offer annual passes right now. Well, and I also think though, too, I mean, I've seen, uh, mostly seen people complaining about the magic key program, right? So like where it's, 
it's been hard for people to get reservations. The parks have, from everything I've read, Disneyland's been packed, right? Like mm-hmm. it's just been totally packed. Uh, and it's been, you know, again, it's this, re- it's this revenge travel thing, right? Like everybody's trying to get back into what they were doing. And so that's going to result in some people, you know, like a lot of places being super busy and that's, you know, our local parks, you know, are not, are more immune to that. Right. Cause like, you're not going to travel from Canada to go to Carowinds, you know, locally here in Charlotte, right? Like that's not, yeah, it's not a destination you go to, right. Whereas Disney's different. Like it's, it is a destination that you would travel all the way the co- across the country for. So like those places can sell annual passes, no problem because they're, you know, they need to attract people. Whereas Disney is like, we've got too much demand, right? Like we got too many people that want to come in. So we got to limit it and, and make it a little uh, more difficult. And, so, I mean, I'm not really that surprised about it. I, I, but, you know, along with that, they decided to put out a limited time California resident, uh, you know, ticket offer. So where they could buy them, you know, a little bit cheaper. But, you know, it just it, it, I feel bad for the California people. But again, I also feel bad, you know, for the Florida people, too, that there's no annual passes. It, it does make things a little more difficult. So so. Here, I'm, I'm just going to read this off so that people understand what this offer is. It says, yeah, yeah. Uh, for a limited time, California residents may visit the Disneyland Resort theme park for as low as $83 per person per day with the special ticket offer. It's a three-day, one-park-per-day ticket um, starting at $249 for admission on Mondays through Thursdays or as low as $299, um, $100 per day for any day, including weekends for eligible guests. So, this goes back to, you know, we were talking with that, that, uh, cast member about, yeah, yeah. you know, that sounds great, but you know, only if you're able to go to the parks Monday through Thursdays. Exactly. Which, yeah. <laughs> I mean, cause then it's more expensive yeah. for the weekends. Right. And, and then, for like and then people, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they add on is, you know, a three, a three day park hopper ticket can be purchased for an additional $60. Um, the limited time tickets are available for purchase starting May 31st. And California residents may redeem their tickets on any three eligible days from June 13th to September 15th, 2022, subject to park reservation availability. So this, yeah, this actually gets us into that, that, uh, position where, you know, if you can't find a reservation, you can't go um, and you bought these tickets, like you, you know, past September 15th, you just lose out on those tickets. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, hmm. Yeah, that uh, and again, I get why Disney's doing that. You know, they're, they're giving something, you know, for people that are local that can travel there easily, but they're also very heavily limiting it so that uh, you know, again, it makes sense. You know, you know, you know, people that are are traveling, you know, that a lot of times they end up there on the weekends. They don't want uh, they don't want local people filling up the parks and making it impossible for people that are traveling there to get in, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it sucks, but uh this is what we're gonna be living with for a little bit at least. Yeah, for a little so, while. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is uh you know, a, a lot of people expected this and you know, this is kind of what's happening, right? So I mean I will say though, when we were at the parks, they didn't feel overwhelmingly busy, right? And I know that's partly because because of the reservation system, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. part of it is they are purposely keeping them less than full capacity, right? And because everybody's happier that way, right? But the yeah, at I least think- if you're in the park anyway, but yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely a a timing thing too, right? Sure, um, sure. So, like, like even looking at these these tickets, like if if I was a California resident, if if I had a window between like you know end of, or end of August to the September fifteenth, where you know 
I had days that I could go during a weekday. Um, I feel that would be, you would end up in the same situation where you could, you could potentially go during the week and find that it's, you know, not that busy, like how we saw at Disney world. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. I thought this, I thought, I thought when we were at world, I mean, I didn't think it was, I mean, it was fine. It wasn't like dead, but it wasn't like overwhelmingly busy. It was, mm-hmm. it was busy, It just, but it wasn't like crazy, you know? Yeah. So. Let's wrap this up, Trevor. Let's. I think right. we talked a lot. To, I'm surprised we went for as long as we did, considering the lack of well, topics. We we went off on other rants about you that, know, that, TV shows and such. So yeah, that that's because yeah, we, we the listener questions uh, took us down some uh, interesting rabbit holes this week, so. as they tend to do. That's why we like yeah. doing listener questions. So exactly. All right. So um, as usual, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, keep submitting your questions. We we love talking to you guys over email. We try to respond back as quickly as we can. Um, and, you know, e- also, if you guys just want to share your experiences or, or or your point of view on some of the stuff we've talked about, we love hearing that stuff, too. Uh, in uh in the same vein, if uh, you want to follow us on Facebook, we are there's Welcome Home Podcast, and we have the Facebook group, uh, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist, uh, that you can talk with us and with uh, other listeners as well. There's uh, there's always memes going on in there. There's always um, people have their own questions, and um, you know we, we'll get great topics, Disney and otherwise. Like you know, it's not just talking about Disney. We we love talking about other things with you guys too. So um, you know, come come join us if you're interested. And uh, also if you want to follow us on YouTube or Instagram, my YouTube is welcome home podcast. Instagram is welcome home picks. Um, You know, also places to follow us where, um, you know, whenever we do live shows and things from the park, they get posted on both of those platforms. If, if you have them. Um, And if you want to help support the show, consider going to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and checking out our merchandise there. Uh, there you can get, uh, mugs and, and, um, t-shirts and stuff like that. Uh, and if you like Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and check out our different, uh, subscriber levels there. They all have exclusive merchandise that you can only get on Patreon and it gets you access to the discord server as well. And I, I think maybe I'll also plug it this time that uh just an fyi for everybody we are talking about our next t-shirt design um you know similar to how we did the haunted river country shirt where we're in the design phase on this so once we once we get things more concrete and we're ready to push these out we'll of course let everybody know that it's available but uh um, just keep that in the back of your mind that uh we've got a new shirt coming and i, I think this one's gonna be cool too like haunted river country so I'm actually more excited about this one than I was for the Haunted River Country one. I don't know. Yeah, why. I, I, <laughs> I think I, I think because Haunted River Country, we weren't quite sure how to do it in the first place. And now yeah, that we yeah. kind of know how this goes. We're, um, and, and I think the, the cool thing, too, is that we it, it spawned a couple of conversations. So we, we're getting we weren't quite sure after Haunted River Country what to do next or how to approach the next shirt. But um I think we've got we've got some some ideas going now. So um, I yeah, think I'm just more excited about the concept. That's all. I, I'm yeah, just th- more excited th- about the concept. This, yeah, this one's cool, and um, but I, I'm excited that that we're starting to do more of this. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited just to see how it creatively comes out because it always kind of starts 
fuzzy in our heads or like, like yeah. with these conversations. And then, and then when we finally see, you know, we, we get, we get the, uh, the artists to, to help create it. It's always cool seeing how that solidifies. How that translates. So, yeah. Yeah. And people have been so, asking us when we're going to do another shirt. So yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it is coming. We are, we are in the, the early process of it. So, um, again, don't want, don't want to guarantee anything, but you know, we're, we're probably still a couple of months out on this at least. Um, but it is, it is happening. We are actively working I'd say, on this. <laughs> I'd say before the end of the year. Oh yes, sure. definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'd say maybe closer to like the last three months of the year, but you know, it's, it just kind of depends on how the artist, uh, you know, how the artist works. So, yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there's some, it, it uh, there's a lot of back and forth. Like, I, I guess anybody that's been involved in creative projects is, you know, you don't very rarely do you get it on the first go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we, we're pretty yeah. pumped about this design. I think it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. So. Yeah, totally. All, All right. right. And last but not least, if you guys want to leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify, uh, please, please consider doing so um, just for the sake of helping more people find the podcast because more reviews means it, uh, you know, how the fun internet algorithms work is uh, uh, more people will find it. But uh, we also would appreciate if, if you're leaving a review on iTunes, uh, we, we do like feedback. We, we like hearing what you guys think about the show. Um, what we don't like is just saying, you know, you know, Damon, Damon doesn't hang around and it's like, yeah, we know, but yeah. that's <laughs> also because Damon's busy and he's committed to other things. So, you know, you don't need to tell us that, but you know, we, we do still want to hear your feedback about other things that you like or dislike about the show. And it, you know, you know, we are absolutely open to constructive criticism as long as it's not poking at things about our individual um, situations. <laughs> so, yeah. I, you know, l- yeah. listen, and, and we, the last, we got uh, just over the past two weeks, we got uh, some really great reviews from, from uh, Jane, from Colin, from Tim in Michigan. Thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Some really funny, funny reviews that you guys wrote. I love the funny reviews. They make me really happy. <laughs> like I love when you guys get creative with them and they, you, you say really funny things. Like it's, it's just great. Um, you know, just a, a, a sample here uh, from uh, Tim said, Damon, keep on keeping on as Joe Dirt once said. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's pretty funny. Yeah. I, I, I really like that stuff. Also, uh, Colin called uh, Damon Oscar uh, from Sesame Street and we are Ernie and Big Bird, I guess. Um, so, I mean, I'm not sure which one I want to be if I'd want to be Ernie or yeah. Big Bird, but, you know. I, I mean, I, I like all three, so I'm not worried about which one it is i just don't know what the listeners or who the listeners think we are (laughs) yeah that's a fair point well it's funny because somebody somebody at the meetup was saying like oh i had imagined you looking like this right like i forget who it was but somebody was saying like oh i had imagined you looking like this and you looking like this and remember i remember too we got like a an email one time where someone was like oh i imagine tom looks like a like a surfer guy with like blonde hair and like perfectly shaved i was like oh yeah no not at all uh, <laughs> it is funny yeah. though how like you know people hear our voices and haven't necessarily seen our faces and just you know kind of what they think of you know what we look like and how we are so <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Anyway, so uh, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release an episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app there app that's out there. Uh, you know, just search for Welcome Home or the one that's Disney and DVC. Um, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. And as such, all opinions we express in the show are our own. So please consult a Disney representative, a Disney cast member, a DVC uh, you know, represented for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to our sponsor, DVC Resale Market, and of course, World of DVC for continuing to be our sponsors. Please check them out if you're looking to buy or sell a DVC or need a loan or need to rent. Whatever you need to do, check out World of DVC. They, they uh, have been great to us. So join us next time for more Disney Par- Disney's Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle. Signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. Dreaming.